This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back. Another hot episode, HBCU Hour. It's your boy, Poopy. I got my man, Aunt Petty Murphy, in the building. What's good, my boy? He on mute. What's up with you, bro? Not much, not much. It's Monday. Uh, Very much so. Yeah, got the uh, Green Bay Raiders game on, which... Anyway... um, Man, it was a great ga- uh, weekend of uh, uh, games again. Um, definitely look forward to talking about it. Um, Mass this man, um, on Saturdays and stuff, when you watch these games, do you watch him like, yeah, I'm gonna enjoy talking about this game? Yeah, for the most part, I try to think about the, the content of it, you know, as far as which one. Oh, yeah, we gotta talk about this part. Oh boy, I ain't gonna want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally, you know, what I'm saying as I was, you know, clipping through, you know, what I'm saying trying to pull up the different games and stuff, and I started watching the game. We're like, ooh, like man, you know, so it ain't looking good for somebody. Yeah, yeah you know, I just, maybe I overanalyze some things. So that's that's how I be looking. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, um. Then I'm, you know, I, I have to say, I had a prediction beginning of the season. Yeah, that prediction ain't looking too bad now. Uh-huh. <laughs> it ain't looking, it ain't looking too bad. And I'm like, mm, okay, all right, maybe, maybe we'll see. But uh, 
definitely looking forward to this uh talking about this um uh, want to tell everybody in the chat man uh appreciate y'all for coming through as always thank you for watching you can be anywhere in the world but you're here with us uh and we appreciate that um hey during the broadcast you can support my page by sending start that i gotta figure out how that pop been popping up i don't know how it, it but uh yeah so um we got facebook stars we doing you know saying super chats we taking um uh, any help you know saying cash out golden boot um i think it's a uh, paypal it's golden boot as well so either way um but man let's just go ahead and get into it get into this hot content uh give a shout out to our sponsor over at bet online bet online.ag we'll be back in exactly one minute BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, want to go ahead and get started, man. Um, I'm off my game. I ain't put our names up or nothing, but it's all good. Marty Martin in the building. What's good with you? Uh, man, so I got to say, we're going to talk. We got to start off with, with one of the best games of the weekend. Got to start off with the game that was, you know what I'm saying, uh, inside the sports lab, Dr. Cavill. Wasn't this his game of the week? Got to start off there, FAMU versus Southern. Um, man, it was a it was a tight game. Southern showed up. They showed up uh, and really had a chance to to win this game. Ball didn't boss their way a couple in a couple plays, but uh, FAMU ended up getting the the win, twenty six nineteen. Um, yeah, Josh, I know, I know, Josh got the face palm. <laughs> uh, he walked into it. But uh, what's good, Josh? Uh, I do want so on the on the media conference today. Uh, Coach Simmons asked him about that. That I don't know if y'all seen it. The in between third and fourth quarter, uh, they did a light show. Man, Southern turned the lights out. Had the blue lights going. The teams came to the hashes. You know what I'm saying? Just talking back and forth to each other. Uh, you could tell it was like intense, man. You could feel the energy the in there, like, bro. Oh man, that atmosphere was just. So, ask Coach Simmons about it. Coach Simmons said, "I was terrified." <laughs> it's <laughs> like he said, "I was terrified," and I know he, you know, saying how he meant. Yeah. He was like, "I, you know, what I'm saying I was just like count down the six till the lights come back on, you know, so we can get order." But it wasn't no threat of like anybody finna fight and anything. But it was just like you know. You know what I'm saying? Them dogs was out, man. They was that out. Intensity, man. Turn that intensity up a notch for the last quarter. Yeah. So, uh, but man, your thoughts on this game, though? I think uh, 
Southern surprised me a little bit offensively. The Harold Blood had a, a, a pretty good game. Obviously, running back stable <clears throat> with Coils and, and all them boys. But uh, Musa, man, I think he kind of – Shout out to Musa. Yeah, they they they've been giving that boy hell all season. Um, he answered it though, man. Three hundred plus yards passing, um, two touchdowns. Yeah, I think he kind of put the team on his back a little bit in in that environment, you know. And it was it wasn't just the stats, you know. It was some of the the intangibles. He he showed leadership type, you know. what I'm saying keeping his mm-hmm. team motivated throughout the game and things of that nature. I think he kind of had his coming out party, so to speak. Yeah, shout out to Musa, man. He uh, yeah, thirty one fifty three, three twenty five, two tutties. Um, the one thing about FAMU though that they still have to improve on, they've got to run the ball. They've got to find a way to get that, you know, what I'm saying get the uh, rushing offense going. Uh, yeah, because right now, I mean, I'm not saying they can't run, but if I'm a team. Do you trust Musa to, you know, do you stack the box and say, beat us with the throw and see if Musa can beat you? I wouldn't even stack the box. I'd drop everybody in the coverage and make them run the ball. Mm. Prove to me that you can beat me running the ball. Yeah, so they keep finding ways to win, though, so. I mean, that's what good teams do. Yeah, yeah, so I I give them credit for that. It's nothing, definitely nothing about – I don't think it's anything for for Southern to hold their heads about. You know, it's um like like you said, Harold Blood, he was 11 to 19, 190 in the tutty. Uh they had 125 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Uh Gary Quarles was the leader in that backfield, 13 carries, 80 yards. Uh CJ Russell had two uh touchdowns though. Big back came in seven, seven carries, 24 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Um Man, so FAMU is now 4 0 in the swag. Um, let's look at who they got left. They've got Texas Southern at Texas Southern this weekend. They, they welcome in Prayer View. Um, they go to Alabama AM. They got Lincoln, California. And then, of course, they finish off with the Florida Classic. So, if I'm not mistaken, PV is their homecoming. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be that could be a big game. A huge could be a, could be a swag championship preview game. That really could. It really could. So um it's funny because we've said that about so many like yeah, yeah, you know, saying the said, southern game, game. Is, is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, southern game is a is a could possibly be preview. Um, but yeah, man, they four and um Jackson State. Well, actually, we're gonna, we're gonna slow down. I ain't gonna go. Well, actually, let's go there. Let's go there. Um, Jackson State, right behind them at two and one. Um, they got a big victory this weekend. Um, Jackson State took on Alabama and M in Mobile in the uh, Gulf Coast Classic or Gulf Coast Challenge, rather. Um, Came out with the victory, 45-30. They jumped out on them early. They jumped out on them early. So, what's up, Krim? Appreciate you. Krim says hit the light. Jason Brown silencing some some doubters a little bit with this performance. 
I would say he did. Uh, I think he did. Um, the interesting thing about this performance, though, um, I'm going to pull up the stats. The numbers don't look like it's not like looking at his numbers. You you don't look at him and be like, man, it's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? He had a pretty good day, but you're not like blown away. Um, except where it's like 14 to 26, 202, three touchdowns. And it's like, that's a pretty good day, you know, but it's like what Zoe talked about. If you don't, you know what I'm saying, if he add a couple more yards or whatever here or there, it's a wholly, totally different, you know what I'm saying, outlook on it. But he's doing what he needs to do. They're getting the wins. Yeah, I think it was it was the way he managed the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The offense just looks smoother. Um, that stable of running backs they got is ridiculous. Mulligan had another crazy game. Uh, just of course. Against a but. If you was for playing fam you so early in the season, I think it could be a different story. I don't well, I understand what you're saying. Um because they had so many players that they were still trying to, you know what I'm saying, get together, work, you know, and fam you was kind of bringing the same team back. A lot of the same team back whereas Jackson would. So Can I we say like, the same thing for, you know? Like the last few years, or last year, especially for FAMU. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I just feel like that a game of such importance being played so early in the season, kind of. If I don't know if it's is a true test of how good those teams really are, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, so here's the weird part about that, um, and I understand what you're saying, and you're exactly correct, but. The team who played the week zero game seemed like they would have a leg up because they'll be able to work out some of those kinks, you know, in the games they had. You could have said the same thing last year, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, the, you know, in the two years, you know, but then, you know, fam, you had the the situation, the administrative situation um, that put them back. Yeah. Um, this year, I think Jackson State uh, – had a couple guys banged up, maybe. Yeah. Um, so it just it's like seven McGee back. Yeah. So it's interesting, man. It is interesting. Um, but this game was, like I said, Jackson State jumped out early. It was a uh, twenty-one nothing mm-hmm. before you knew it. Um, and them added a touchdown to make it twenty-one-seven, and then Jackson State came and added two more. It was thirty-five-seven at half. So. Uh, and then one thing I do know, AM has been a second half team, you know, saying this season for the most part. The only game that I feel like they had, a, they didn't play better in the second half than they did in the first uh, was homecoming when they played Tuskegee. Yeah. Because they jumped out early on Tuskegee and then, like, kind of, you know, took the foot I, off the gas. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, man, they, they came out, um, basically scored 23. In the in the second half, uh, to make the game close, uh, ended up being forty five thirty for Jackson State. Uh, so he basically hold Jackson State to ten points in the second half. So, I mean, kudos for 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 the resilience for for the comeback. Um, if they start a little bit, you know, saying a little bit, they also gave something else we talked about special teams. I was saying that if you give Jackson State short field, um, I mean, sorry, Jackson State. Kicking is an issue, and you give Alabama AM short fields, it's gonna be a problem. Uh, AM turned the ball over in their territory and gave Jackson State short field. 
So, yeah. yeah um, trying to think what else. Uh, speaking of, talked to Coach Taylor today. They found another kicker mm-hmm. on campus. <laughs> so, uh, just walking around, camp, you know, saying they had, I guess, walk on trials had, you know, what I'm saying found a kicker and. Yeah, it's and I, I asked Coach Taylor, man, like, how are you just like y'all find and find more athletes on on campus than people that found in the portal and recruiting? <laughs> so it's, and he's just like, it's just fortunate, you know. So you know, shout out to the, you know, saying shout out to to him and that staff for you know saying like we talked about with with Lalani, um, having the the wherewithal to even go out and look for someone on campus and stuff, you know, and, and, and accepting what you get. Yeah. So, but yeah, you got anything else on this one? <laughs> no. All right. Um, but, but, but with that being said, um, Jackson state is their second in the East, um, at two on one. Um, they got a game this weekend against Alabama state, their homecoming. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be interesting. Interesting one. Yep. So um next up, man, we got Rambling versus Alcorn. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Grambling State versus Alcorn State. Uh Alcorn ended up winning 25-24. Scored with like a minute or something left. Take the lead and uh, a controversial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh it what 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 so is the fair kick kind of I don't know it was it was that touchdown call was a little controversial but talk to like, me about it talk to maybe, me about it uh, I'm not getting into it I'm <laughs> not even getting into it not tonight bro I don't got the energy for it but oh man they right, they, but... they it was I think it, I think it was inbounds but. Mm-hmm. It was just one of them call on the field reviewed yeah. type situations. Gotcha. Um, but I will I say this year it has been kind of bad this year and in the swag as a whole. From the Bethune getting four timeouts in the game to you know what I mean, like it's it's been some situations that that could get improved a lot. Yeah. Um our man Zach from uh from the Blue Blood said it best. Um, I did not have Aaron Allen out playing Miles Crowley on my bingo card. Um Miles Miles had, you know, by far his his uh, most forgettable performance. Uh he was 14 of 27, 233, one touchdown and three picks. Uh Aaron Allen came in uh on fire 20 of 31, 248, three touchdowns. He did have one pick. Um, neither team actually established a run very well, which was interesting. Cause I thought that was the one thing Grandma had going for it um, was their stable of backs. And also, then when you talk about Jarvion Howard, you would think that he was now he was the leading rusher in the game, but you thought he was going to get his no matter what. Right, but right. So I say that Grandma front seven played a decent game. Uh, Lewis Matthews had a hell of a game. Uh, uh, you got to give Alcorn credit, though. Man, they they secondary kind of confused Miles, and it, like you said, that was the most forgettable game for him. 
since he's been at Grambling. Mm-hmm. So, like you said at the beginning of the year, this game, you had it been determining who wins the West, and that's still very possible as it's like, what, a three-way tie at the top. Yeah. Um, pull that up now. Um and I have to pull up uh, I, to figure it. I ain't even in the in the at the point where I'm trying to figure this out right now. But there is so you got Prairie View at three and one. Yeah. Um, and then behind the them three-way. all, I ha- yeah, three way tides at second place. Uh, they're all the half game back, of course, because of the extra game. But you got Allcorn at two and one, Grambling at two and one, Southern at two and one. Um, the whole tiebreaker scenario we're not even ready for that yet um no, it, it's, it's definitely, a lot of football left to be played man yeah yeah and it's gonna be it's definitely gonna be very interesting when they when they do queue up and get to that point but yeah right now gotta play southern ready. gotta play everybody uh above them everybody mm-hmm. so you know it's gonna and grandma still gotta play southern obviously so it's still a lot of football to be played, man. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be going forward. Going forward, it's gonna be very very interesting. Um, next game we got on the docket, man. Um, this this turned out to be a sneaky good game. Um. And some of the questions were answered. Some people still not happy. But Bethune Cookman versus Alabama State. Alabama State ended up getting a victory 19 to 16. Damon Stewart started the game. Uh-huh. Then was pulled, put D. Davis in for a minute. Then he was pulled, and they put Damon Stewart back in. Uh, Alabama State went into half down seven to three and uh, ended up getting the victory. But yeah, a lot of people are not so, you know, the, 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 there's growing angst amongst um, amongst fans about, amongst Alabama State fans, amongst Hornet fans about this rotating quarterback. Since you know, since this one they got now, Damon Stewart was eight of 13, 150 in a touchdown. D Davis was six of nine for 54 yards and a pick. And they also had Isaiah Scott throw a pass, so but it was incomplete. So, yeah, I don't get it, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't either. I don't get it, but. I mean, D. Davis was your leading rusher, 11 carries, 50 yards. And I get that that you want his legs makes him a guy that you kind of have to get touches for. But mm-hmm. the it's the usage, man. The way the way they use him and when they use him. I agree. I completely agree. I feel like. Um... I feel like it disrupts the rhythm. Mm-hmm. If you're going and you're just and you're rotating quarterbacks, um, 
And that's something that, you know, is, is going to continue to be an issue. Um, I think it's hampering his team. Um, it's kind of, I don't know, a little discouraging. You know, it can be discouraging to a team to, you know, you get a guy going and then you end up pulling him. Put somebody else in and then you pull him. So, I don't know. They get paid more than me. <laughs> I, you know, I, I got opinions. Yeah, but shout out to Bethune though, man. They, uh, I feel like they're closer than people think, man. Yeah, yeah. Talk to Coach Coach Woody today. Uh, hey, you know, um, I'm trying to think how I asked them. You know, teams typically assume the identity of their head coach. Um, Bethune resilient. Tenacious, so yeah, they really are. And it's like you know, it's funny because because Coach Wood is a man of very few words. He gonna say what he gotta say, and that's it. He ain't gonna try to add. He gonna try to embellish. He ain't gonna try to you know add more to it or not. He gonna say what he gotta say, and and that be it. And it's like you know, I res- I respect you know saying what he's doing. Uh, considering where they were, I don't know if you cannot be you know. Encouraged about what you see, the the fight you see in this team. Oh yeah. So, um, Jerry Bell said Davis must have some secrets on Robson. I'm not. I'm, never mind. But yeah, like back to like Bethune had a chance. They had the ball with the chance to win the game, bro. They did. Like I mean, that's. Say considering where this team was and some of the expectations for this team, for them to to be in games like that, you know, Mm -hmm. like like Jerry say, with a third string quarterback and playing with backups, you know what I'm saying? Like that's testament to Coach Woody and and what he's building over there. And I don't think it's gonna take as long as people think to make them a, a contender. And a team that nobody really wants to see, because they already playing spoiler right now. You know what I mean? They they gonna catch somebody slipping if they keep playing like this. Don't let them mess around and get healthy. So in the f- next year, two years, they're gonna be. A, I, I think it's this- gonna be next year. I think next year they're gonna be competitive. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, I'm not think saying they gonna win the 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 East and nothing like that. But Bethune, it ain't gonna take long for Bethune to be Bethune that that calls. Havoc in, in the MEAC, so it ain't gonna take long. So, um, we talked about this game being a, a, a get right, get back game. Mississippi Valley State versus Prairie View. Uh, Prairie View ended up getting a leak back from last year, uh, won the game 31 12. Yeah. Um, I think this was just how you can get in and handle business and get out. It's pretty much what it, it seems like. So, Did I mean, I they, said, what I said, uh, 16, 1916, 1914. Tripping, no, I'm sorry, 1914 uh, for the Bethune Cookman game, Alabama State. Um, but PV was what 31 14, something like that. 31, no, it was 31 12. 12, okay, yeah, 31 12. Um, 
come in, like you said, come in, handle business, get back out of there, man. Um, don't let what happened last year happen. You know, where you you overlook Valley, and you know they they come in and beat you. Um, they just took care of business, man. Conley had a decent game passing. Yeah, um, he had a really yeah. Defense played well, so I mean, but but the uh, Valley quarterback had a pretty good game. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, so Trayzon was eight, 11, 18, 259, two tutties. Uh, Tajarian Williams for Mississippi Valley was eighteen of thirty one, two twenty seven, and a tutty. Don't count them out. They definitely on the verge of something special. I just don't know if it's gonna be this year. Yeah, I don't think it's. Um, that I don't think versus, that game versus Bethune might be they can I get a win game. They got a can I get a win game this week? They got Pine Bluff. That's home. true. That's true. Yeah. Um, but Pine Bluff coming off a bye week. Um, we're able to refocus, get their mind right. I, yeah. I, we'll, we'll talk more about we'll talk more about this matchup on Thursday. But if I got a pick, I think Pine Bluff is is. In a little bit better. Well, it's not hard, you know, since see that they're in a little bit better um, position. The thing about it, uh, with, with Valley, Valley starts off strong. They start off good, and then they just hit a lull. So I don't know. No, we can do about that. So, uh, <laughs> D Live. <laughs> what up, D Live? Yeah, you know he gonna since as soon as we say it's like uh D Law like beat juice. You say UAPB too many times, he pop up. <laughs> <laughs> um he said, nah, but for real, uh our running back room is banged up. I don't know. Yeah. I understand. I, I, I do think um I think they got a I think I think UAPB got a good chance. It's just like I said, I I, I do think that if Valley is going to win one, it's going to – I think it's got to be at home. It's going to have to be at home against somebody. They're going to have to catch somebody slipping. So, is he them Alabama State maybe? We'll get into that. We'll talk about that. That's enough because that's going to start something else. Okay. Um, Let's see. North Carolina Central, man, took on Elon. Beat the fighting Twitter space, uh, 34 23. Oh, X spaces, uh, beat the X space people, uh, 34 to 23. Um, jumped up inside the top 10, didn't they? Yeah, number nine in, in the uh, FCS top 10, too. Congratulations to him, well deserved. Uh, Davis Richard was uh, he was efficient, that's yeah. that's probably the best way to put it. 21 to 35, 171, one touchdown. Uh, on the ground, he made some things happen. 11 carries, 114 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, Crazy. Latrell Collier. Mookie. I was going to hit that stool stop. Mookie. Uh, 11 carries, 95 yards, and he added a touchdown as well. Um so big game for them. Uh, this was a big win, if I'm not mistaken. Central is three and zero versus the CAA. That's and, right. Uh, Placing the MEAC and the CAA. 
Yeah, they uh <laughs> big time over them. Um and that good timing, man. They got a bye week. Yep. And then they get ready for conference play when they take on Morgan State in, in Baltimore on, on Thursday. Thursday night. Yep. So that's big. That's big. But uh they also um Morgan State was off this week because of the shooting. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be interesting. They, I don't know if Morgan State has a um let me see if they what they doing. I don't know if Morgan State has a game this week. No, no they Morgan, don't. So they Morgan State got two weeks. Get ready. So my thing is, are they going it, – it's, it's not even so much a, you know – It's a mental can, thing. Can, it, can they win? It's, it, this one is going to be how can, – can they slow down? Can they slow down the game then, enough to keep it close? The defense versus him, though. Is yeah. Yeah. Can they keep it close? It's, it's, it's going to be the name of that game. Morgan defense versus Davis Richard is going to be a hell of a matchup, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, next up, man, South Carolina State versus Virginia Lynchburg, man. Coach Buddy Pugh got at another win to the resume. Um, uh, as he's he's taking his farewell tour, uh, so they won fifty six to six. Um, it's not much. Virginia Lynchburg is like, yeah, yeah. Beat up capital. Uh, Corey Fields had another good game, though. Uh, that's what I do take from this. He's been um, he's been doing very well lately. Um, five for twelve, one hundred and fifty-five yards and three touchdowns. Efficient, <laughs> very five, five five completions, three touchdowns. That's pretty. Five five Completion. completions, one hundred and fifty-five yards is yeah. Yeah. that is wow. Um, but yeah, man. So, uh, rushing the ball, um, South Carolina State racked up 273 yards. So, there you go. There you go. Um, next game, man. This one was actually one that I had my eye on Howard versus Northwestern. I had a shot. Um, they had a shot. Uh, uh, Howard ended up losing this game, twenty-three to twenty, but they definitely made a, a strong comeback and and did their thing. Um, Eden James, man, Eden James, that boy is something special. Uh, yeah, Twenty-one carries, one hundred seventy-seven yards, and a touchdown. So, sixty-four yards touchdown. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, like I said, efforts came up a little short. I think I think it was a little controversy in that one as well at the end of the game that prevented uh, Howard from getting the ball back. Mm. But, but anyway, um, Howard pro- probably has two of the most, in- and, and I know Josh get mad when I say this. Howard got two of the most impressive losses I've seen this season. Yeah, but yeah, I know it's a loss. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, but that makes me wonder what they're going to look like during conference play because two and three, um, two and three, two, the, your, your two losses are against, uh, well, two of your three losses are against uh, Eastern Michigan and and um, Northwestern. Northwestern, and those were what one possession games. Yeah, and then you got, of course, you lost to um, Hampton. That was a one possession game too. So that was a one point game. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, let me look at this. If I'm not mistaken, they they've lost. No, I'm sorry. Eastern Michigan added a touchdown late, so that was a ten point loss. But they were in that game. Um, yeah, they they still they got a, um something to say about who win the MEAC for sure. I think they they right there with Morgan. You know what I mean that. A notch below in central right now, but I think that you don't want to you don't want to come in and not play your best game versus how at all. That was dumb. That was dumb. Uh, Jordan Love just took off running and then stepped out of bouncing with no time left and talking about we got one second. No, you don't, sir. No, you don't. Um. Next up, man, I, I I told you, you thought I was being, I, I know you probably thought I was being petty. Delaware State versus uh, Central Connecticut. Central Connecticut won 51-44. I have no words at this point. There's nothing you really can say. Um, they, they got work to do. Yeah, they definitely do, my boy. But I mean, they lost a lot, though, bro. Yeah, I know. I know it's gonna be, it's gonna be bad if they, they. I think they're in for a one for. Yeah. I I think I think so. Yeah, I think conference play could be rough for them. Yeah, it's gonna be real bad. Um, real bad. Next up, man, um, Eddie George in Tennessee State versus Kennesaw State. Tennessee State got the win, 27-20. Um, big win. Tennessee State, man, they slowly but surely making their way up the OVC. Look like they're going to, you know, they're going to have something to say. Uh, you know, uh, somebody said today, they don't have uh, – we don't give enough love to – Eddie George and Tennessee State. I think that's fair. I do as well. Um, and I think it's just simply because they're not in a traditional HBCU conference. Yeah. So they they often get they often get forgotten. Yeah. And and they don't have the like even like AT and Hampton have the, the traditional ties, you know what I'm saying, to a HBCU conference. So they're still some rivalry, bad blood, and things of that nature that keeps them in the conversations, whereas Tennessee State doesn't have that. But they, they've they been playing great ball, though, man. 
Uh, if you look at their two losses to UT Martin and Notre Dame, I mean, that's nothing to slouch at. All right. I think that UT Martin, they had, they had a chance. They they That's one that yeah. they, they probably going to regret at the end of the season. Um, but, yeah, man, I agree. You know, Notre Dame and – UT Martin ain't a bad squad, though. No, no, they're not. But they – and the reason I said that, because they had a chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with that. But when you look back at their record and who they like, – their resume, I don't think it's really a, um, a bad loss in – like Zach mentioned, if they didn't have that that game versus Lincoln on their Lincoln CA, then they probably would be looking at a, a bona fide playoff berth with their resume. And they what they got left, you know, considering where they are in the OVC. I mean, yeah. I, th- I think that would be a potential berth, but – Maybe not this year because considering their schedule. Yeah. Um man, somebody we had we were kind of high on Hampton versus Campbell. Uh Hampton let this one get away. They uh lost to Campbell 30 to 27. Um they had a chance. Yeah. They really had a chance and they kind of poo-pooed. Poo-pooed the bed. Then Campbell kind of came off, came out a little pissed off. That's fair. That is fair. Um, I know we talked about the uh, CAA um, and how well um, North Carolina Central is doing. Uh, Hampton is one and one in the CAA, so. It's gonna be interesting. If I would have told you that Hampton would be, you know, saying have a better record in the CAA than North Carolina AT. This year I might would have believed you. Really? It's my beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe but after week one, I would have believed you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of North Carolina AT, got mm-hmm. um, Mm. Molly Wops, Villanova. Uh, Villanova beat them 37-14. Uh, this game was close for probably about a quarter. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's probably about quarter a quarter. and a half maybe, yeah. yeah. But after that, uh-uh. Halftime, the game was over. Yeah. Um, but, man, that rounds out the – all of the uh, D1 games that we had. Uh, so with that said, man, let's bring up the D1 HBCU top 10 from the Golden Boot. Uh, we got at number 10 uh, with their lost Southern falls to number 10. Grambling falls to number 9. Alcorn State moves up to number 8. Prairie View moved up to number seven. Howard fell to number six. Hampton fell to number five. Tennessee State stayed put at number four. Jackson State jumped to number three. FAMU is now number two, and Central reclaims their spot as the number one team on our poll. Thoughts, man? Well, anything you want to explain to the peoples? Like you said, 
Jacob. That's just the beginning, though. Yeah. It's going to be a lot more moving and shaking as the season goes on. Now I'm gonna say it now because some people may ask because they asked um um uh, like when Central we moved Central to two. Um let me ask I'm gonna ask you, I know why, like me personally. Fam, you won. Why are they number two and why is Central back at, at number one? I mean, I test. This is the way you I completely agree. Um, like looking at fam, you has played, they've found ways to win. They've done well. Central has gone out and, and played some, some tough teams, uh, in the CAA. And they also look like the team we expected them to look like in the beginning of the season. Yeah. They look healthy now. And when they look healthy, like they do, and they're playing like they are, uh, Davis Rashard is rolling like he is. I don't know if anybody can stop him. any conference period. Full stop. <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like even going into um if they didn't do celebration ball, if they went to LCS playoff, I feel like they should they will be a top seed. I mean maybe not top- number one, maybe not the the top seed, but they will be a top seed. Yeah, I mean they're number nine right now. There's still a lot of season left to be played, so yeah. they're getting that top five. Yeah, so definitely, man. Um much respect to them though. Um it's a lot of season left to be played. I'm looking forward to because somebody brought it up. We could be looking at in the celebration bowl two one loss teams. Yeah. A 10 and 0, and I'm sorry, 10 and 1 and 11 1 teams, and their only losses are to FCS school. I mean FBS school. So yeah, very that'd be big. That'd be big. All right. Uh now, man. Let's move on to E2. Second, let me mark this down this time. Um, this was to me the D2 game of the week. Benedict versus Miles. Yeah. I will say this. I, I thought this game would be good, a good game, but I was expecting a blowout. Shout out to Miles for continuing to compete in this game um, and making and, and basically um, if I'm not mistaken it took a a uh, last minute touchdown by Benedict to win the game. Yeah, Miles I mean they was able to move the ball and score on that Benedict defense so yeah. I mean, I, I came away very impressed with Miles, even though it was a it was a loss, but big comeback. They're, they're, they're a better team than I thought they were. Yeah. Going into half, the score was 21-3. Going into the half. Um Miles came back, stormed back, um, came out of half, uh, scored a touchdown, missed the extra point. Um, they came back and scored again uh in the fourth. Then they scored again with uh, seven minutes, 49 seconds left in the fourth, went for two and got it. Um, Then Benedict came down and scored on a one-yard run. 
uh, missed the extra point and ended up winning 27-24. This is probably the first time Benedict has tra- uh, trailed all season. Well, I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, what a challenge. What a game. Um, definitely looking forward to seeing when the SIAC puts out their uh, players of the week, who they have listed. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be several from this game. So, so me interesting. Any thoughts before we uh, move on? Nah, I'm just miles, bro. I just the way they came back and was able to put up points on Benedict defense. That's the biggest takeaway of the game for me. Yeah, um, much improved from last year. Um, definitely nothing to hold your head about. Looking forward to seeing them. You know, what I'm saying throughout the rest of the season, uh, we might see this matchup again. Yeah. I would love to see it again. Yeah. Um, I was going to say neutral site, but no, I think this would be played in um, in Columbia, South Carolina this time. So um, next up on the docket, man, you got Morehouse versus Tennessee in the uh, – I'm sorry, Tuskegee in the Morehouse-Tuskegee Classic in Birmingham. Tuskegee pulled off the win 40-28. to 28. Uh Good bounce back from last week. Get that nasty taste out of their mouth. Uh, pause. And it was a big win. Yeah. They um still undefeated in conference play. Only loss is that loss from last week. Um, so they still know. Yeah, they keep rolling. Um tough year this year for Morehouse, though, man. Yeah. Uh for a new year under a new head coach. Uh, Coach Wilcher, um, just give him time. Yeah, give him time. That's all you can do. Uh, uh, next up, man, Savannah State versus Fort Valley State. This one was um, decent game. Decent game. Uh, Fort Valley State got the win 38 24. Fort Valley State still the number two team. You know, in the uh, yep, five and on conference play. Uh, no, they should be. Yeah, they are. I forgot that the loss is didn't count because it's a the classic against uh, the Red Tail Classic didn't count. Um, but yeah, five and on conference play. Um, again, that one loss is to Tuskegee in a game that's not a conference game. Um. And they got uh Benedict this week on Thursday night on ESPNU, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, ESPNU, ESPN two. I hold on, give me one second. Uh, Savannah State actually, um, they were up in this game. The score at half was 17 to 10. Um, Fort Valley State unloaded in the third quarter to, to, to take the lead and, and not look back. Um, yeah, that game this week is on ESPN two on seven thirty ESPN two on Thursday night for Valley State at Benedict. It's gonna be a good one. Yep. Definitely looking forward to talking about that one a little bit more. Um next game on the docket, man. Clark Atlanta versus Allen. This game wasn't even close. Um 
Uh, well, I take that back. I'm sorry. Allen, I'm thinking about another game. Allen won 35-27, getting back on the winning track for them. Uh, Clark Atlanta continues to struggle, even after uh, letting go oh. Coach uh, Slater. Um, I don't know what it's going to take. It's going to take a uh, – and I know D2 was kind of – he he may mention it, said – you know they expect the Willis Slade to come in and, and rebuild, but you got to have something to be, you know saying rebuild. They had they hadn't built anything yet, so yeah, tough year for them, man. Just like uh, Morehouse. Yeah. Now this next game was one that uh, our man Kelly flicks. Yeah, he, he said. He said by twenty one, and we laugh. Virginia State beat Bowie State. 44 to 16. That's 28. Ladies and gentlemen, that's 28. On Bullet State Homecoming. So, you know, uh, unfortunately, I do want to say uh, our condolences and we're praying for Bullet State. There was a shooting yeah. uh, on their campus as well this past weekend. Um, the senseless violence has got to stop. So, it's got to stop. Um, next up, man. Virginia Union versus Elizabeth City State. <laughs> uh, Virginia Union won this one 42 20. Um, I don't know. Jada Byers. Of course. What else? Is- yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, he, he this performance propelled him to a uh, conference honors. We're going to talk about that shortly. Um, but Jada Byers, you ready for this? Oh, I've seen them numbers. They're ridiculous. <sighs> 26 carries, 246 yards, two touchdowns. Man was averaging nine yards a carry. Yeah. On 26 cares. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he definitely got conference honors behind this game. Um, there we go. Garoppolo threw a pick. Needed that. Um, this one was a shocker to me. This game here. Um Livingstone versus Winston-Salem State. Mm, Stephen A. Smiths. Yeah, they the Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Livingstone got the win 23-21 on the last second field goal. On the road. Big yeah. win. So, uh, big shout out to them. Livingstone has been finding ways to win. Uh, lately with some big upsets. Uh, that was a huge one. Yeah, they both two and two in the conference play. Yeah. Um Winston Salem started off strong and starting to lose the last few. So uh, yeah. Um next up, man, we got the uh HBCU HBCU Nightly Bowl, uh Lincoln PA versus Bluefield State. Uh this was actually a, a one possession game. Lincoln ended up winning. 52-44, owning bragging rights over Coach uh, Coxum, um on the year. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, shout out to uh, Bluefield State. 
Um, Shout out, Coach G. Yeah, keeping it uh keeping it close. Both teams, you know, what I'm saying up and coming. As far as I know, Bluefield State, you know, what I'm saying being as new as they are, being competitive, that's got to you know something to look out for. Be you know, what I'm saying be proud of. So, uh, but other than that, man, uh, other games. Two games. I, it's, it's a couple I didn't mention. Um, here we go. One was a it was a big blowout, and I was like, nope, I'm not putting it on there. Um, Johnson C. Smith, well, Shaw beating Johnson C. Smith 21 10. Fayetteville State squeaking by St. Augustine 7 nothing. Um, Albany State, this was the, the blowout. Albany State blew out Central State 48 nothing. Yep. Uh Edward Water squeaked by Lane 37-30. Uh and Grand Valley State welcomed Kentucky State to a, a, a ass whooping, <laughs> basically. Beat them 65-7. Um, that's it, man. That's all the uh other games we had. So, so. yeah, what's good, Flicks? So um Let's see. Conference players of the week. Let's run it. All right, here we go. Hold on one second, because I got to have to do this a certain way, because certain not conferences submitted theirs yet. But here we go. For the sweat, no surprise here. Um, Jeremy Musa off, uh, got the offensive uh, quarterback for fame. You got the offensive player of the week for the sweat. Uh, Colton, Bubba Adams, Pride of Wetumpka. And ABC got the defensive player of the week. Hmm. Uh, the kicker, Jaden John, was the specialist from Alabama State. He was the specialist of the week. And Irv Mulligan, running back out of Jackson State, uh, is the newcomer of the week. So can't go wrong see. with them. No, uh, CIAA. Here we go. Quarterback of the week was Isaiah Freeman from Lincoln, PA. Um, he's a he's been a, a a returning member of that, you know, saying food line player of the week for the CIAA. Uh, then you've got offensive back was Jada Byers from Virginia Union. No surprise there. Um, receiver was Quinzel Lockhart from Elizabeth City State. Offensive lineman was Jason Wright from Virginia State. Defense alignment was Adam Aiken from St. Augustine. Linebacker was Devon Grant from Elizabeth City State. Defensive back was Noah Gibson from Shaw. Special teams, Jason Zabata uh, from Livingstone. And the rookie was Isaiah Till from Bluefield State. So those are your CIAA food line players of the week. Um, so what we got a little. That's about it, my boy. Um, what you got? Uh, anything as we get ready to wrap up, you got anything for us to get up out of here on? Nah, man, that's all I got till uh, till Thursday. Yeah, looking forward to another great slate of games. Um, and some telling Thursday night will be like a watch party. Uh, might have to get flicks on him. I don't know if he got a show. Flicks, if you watching, you know, so hit us up, man. We'll talk about this uh 
Ooh, I know somebody else we can hit up to because I know he wants to talk about it. But we're gonna see. Um, see y'all on Thursday. We'll be watching the or we'll be breaking down the, the week's matchups, and we'll also be talking about this uh Benedict versus Fort Valley State preseason one and two, uh five and zero oh in the conference versus five and zero oh in the conference. Like I think, that. I think one of them four and in the conference, but either way, it know. might be Benedict might be four and in the conference yeah. then. Um, but either way, both undefeated in the conference. This this is for the conference lead. I'm I'll tell you that much. Um, but yeah, nothing else, man. Like that. We out. See y'all on Thursday. This show was presented by betonline.ag. Bring me my money. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.